Hey guys, welcome to Discovering God's Best in Business podcast. My name is Sarah Talbert and I am a business coach and mentor for women wanting to get consistent clients and grow their business with joy and profit. I help them clarify their offers, grow their audience, and book consistent clients. And I'm Dara Simons. I'm a web designer for Mom Built Businesses, and I'm also a ministry wife. And we started this podcast because we are super passionate about helping other Christian women in business or wanting to start a business to know exactly what God wants them to do with it. That this isn't something that you're doing, just giving your life away, that he wants you to profit from it. And so we welcome you to discover God's best in business with us. Hey, hey, ladies. Thanks for joining us on God's Best in Business. And it's actually me today, Sarah Talbert. Um, I'm doing a solo episode and I am so excited to come to you today with this topic. The thought of having a victim mindset in your business. What are the symptoms? What are the benefits? And what are some ways we can kind of ixnay, get rid of, kick this victim mentality to the curb and really walk in the life and the path and the business that God has laid before us? Um, So I'm super excited. So let's just jump right in. I have four symptoms of what it looks like, feels like, really how it shows up in your business when you have a victim mindset. And I will say before I get started, I have been there. I feel it come up every so often. So I just want you to know that I'm not saying this from a place of perfection. And I know that Dara and I often say that we have not totally like become these perfect, perfect business owners, but we want to share with you what Christ has taught us and is teaching us in our own journey of business. So the first symptom that I see in myself and my clients and other business owners when they are struggling with a victim mindset is there's always a reason or an excuse as to why you don't accomplish your goals. Okay, we set these huge goals or these really big things in our business that we want to reach and when we don't reach them we start to what feel sorry for ourselves maybe at least if that victim mindset is there i have felt sorry for myself and not been able to move forward and that paralyzing feeling of i didn't accomplish this poor pitiful me I feel so sorry for myself and it's just a yucky place to be. So if you are always coming up with a reason or excuse why you're not accomplishing your goals, then they may be a symptom as to why or a symptom of your victim mentality. Another thing that might be a symptom is it's always someone else's fault. It's always someone else's fault. Have you ever thought that maybe you didn't get all those clients that you wanted this month because 
that other person in your same space was running the exact same program and she just took all your clients. Or maybe you're not getting all the clients because you're not good enough at photography. Or maybe you're not getting all your clients because you're not, it's, she's better than you or she tries harder or you're trying hard but you just can't make it work. So maybe it's someone else's fault. You're not taking ownership of the fact that you're in control. You get to decide what steps you take. You get to decide what part of your business that you get to learn and grow in. You get to decide what parts of your business that you might want to let someone else help you with. And so if you're thinking that it's always someone else's fault, a victim mentality might be something you might want to consider. So stay tuned because I am going to have some ways to help you through this. So the third one is going to be you tend to one-up people when it comes to sharing your problems. Have you ever been around someone, been in the same room, been to dinner with someone, maybe had a coffee chat with someone and you say, oh, I lost two clients this month. Oh, well, I lost five, right? Or, oh, my kid's struggling in math. Oh, well, my kid failed math. Or I didn't get to cook dinner this, this week. Oh, well, I haven't cooked dinner in a month and I just, I'm never going to be able to get it done. Have you ever felt like you or maybe someone you've been around might have to one-up you? They might have to be the worst one in the room, right? And sharing their experiences. The last symptom that I have for you is you refuse to analyze yourself or improve your own life. And what that looks like for me in business is sometimes I don't want to sit down and look at my finances, right? I don't want to sit down and look and track and be responsible for what I'm doing with my business. Sometimes it means that I don't want to have to market my business consistently every day, every week, every month. I don't want to have to set another goal that I might not reach, right? And so it's all this mind stuff that keeps happening when we are in a victim mindset. So if you feel like this might be an area, I also wanted to just throw out real quickly, if this feels like an area that maybe you struggle with or you know people who struggle with this, I kind of had this thought to come up with three benefits to what a victim mindset looks like. And so you might think, Sarah, that's crazy. There's no, like, there's not a benefit to having a victim mindset, right? But here are three benefits. One is you don't have to take responsibility for anything. You don't have to take responsibility for your finances. You don't have to take responsibility for the fact that your business isn't growing because you can blame it on someone else, right? Just you don't have to take responsibility because it's always someone else's fault. Another benefit to keeping the victim mindset is other people are less likely to criticize you, right? So if you are always the one that's got one worse problem or one worse issue or never hitting your goals or if you're always the one beating yourself up no one else has to do it right so if we are actually standing up and 
taking responsibility and showing up in our Facebook group or showing up on a podcast or showing up for a speaking engagement or showing up with our works, with our best gifts and talents and abilities in the world and actually giving our best, then there is going to be an opportunity for someone to criticize you or upset you or because they might have a victim mindset. But if you have the victim mindset with, oh, poor pitiful me, I'm never going to be able to do it, then people probably won't criticize you as much, right? And so maybe that's a benefit to you. And then the third thing that I had for what might be a benefit for a victim mindset is other people feeling sorry for you, right? So if people are feeling sorry for you, they may try to help you more or they may try to support you more or they may try to give you free things, right? I've had many times people come to me with a victim mindset and they are asking for me to give them oh, well, can you just give that to me for free? Or, oh, I'm trying my hardest and I can't afford that $10, $15 item. And sometimes that's true. Um, but if it's a $10 or $15 item, there's got to be a level of them showing up to be responsible for their own business, investing in it, making decisions for themselves. So one of the benefits to keeping that victim mindset is you're hoping someone might feel sorry for you, right? And they kind of take you under their wing and help you, right? But if you're not willing to step up and take the first step and own the fact that you have to be responsible for your business, you're responsible for the outcomes and so forth, then it is going to be a harder struggle. And so as like Dara and I often like to do, bring this back to scripture, right? And so the, I, the first thing as I was praying about this is what story do we have in scripture that could really give you guys an insight into a victim mentality? And I'm sure there are others, but this is the one that God gave me. And I want to read this from John chapter five. Sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals. Now there is in Jerusalem near the Sheep Gate a pool, which is in Aramaic called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there had been an invalid for 38 years. 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, get this, he asked him, do you want to get well? Do you want to get well? Like when you read that, I'm going to keep going, but when you read that, isn't that a silly question? 38 years of being an invalid, do you want to get well? Verse 7 says, sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. And Jesus said to him, get up, pick up your mat and walk. And at once the man was cured and he picked up his mat and walked. Do you feel or possibly feel like this man? 
excuses for not improving your life? Or does it feel like maybe someone else is getting ahead of you in the pool? They all have access to get ahead of you in the pool. They have legs. They have business. They have money. They have resources, right? They're getting ahead of you in the pool. But victimization, a victim mindset, doesn't like to face responsibility because it would really like to draw a line in the sand, right, of what would be required from this day forward. Because think about it. If this man said, yes, yes, Jesus, I want to be healed, then he's personally responsible from now on. And later the verses say Jesus confronted him when he was in the temple and said, you need to be careful about your sin because it could cause, this could happen to you again. If he says yes, and if he stands up and faces responsibility and says he wants to be healed, right? Then he's personally responsible from now on. But if he says no, He's going to look like a fool to everyone, right? Instead of telling Jesus, when Jesus says, do you want to be healed? He gives Jesus a list of excuses for why he hasn't been able to get into the pool. Excuses tend to make us feel unable to move forward, unable to shift, unable to grow. So real quickly, before we close, I wanted to give you three ways today to shift from a victim mindset into God's best in business mindset, okay? So the first one is, I'd really love you to explore and think about your victim beliefs. Keep a journal or keep a notes on your phone. And I encourage you every time one of those thoughts that come up, I can't because of, or I'll never be able to, or it's her fault, or she has more resources. My life is worse than hers because of, okay? Any of those are triggers. Then I encourage you to take that thought captive. Think about what the actual truth is in those sentences. Write it down and write down in your journal, in your notes, what is true in these statements and is it even true? And does it allow you to think about whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is praiseworthy from Philippians 4, 8? Or is it causing you to wallow in doubt and unbelief in self-loathing in any of these things that are not from God? Okay, so journal. Start keeping track of those thoughts. Second to escape the victim mindset and to be living in God's best in business is gratitude. And I know you guys hear this probably everywhere, but it's so true. It's hard to be a victim when you are truly grateful that God has given you every good and perfect gift. So holding my daughter close, feeling her take deep breath after deep breath, makes it difficult to complain that she wants another snack or she needs help with something else. Being grateful she's taking breaths shifts my mindset. When I pray for my clients and I'm thankful for them and the amazing women that they are, it really makes it difficult to complain about the lack of clients or my to-do list that's piling up in my business. Staying grateful allows you to have a heart of worship not a heart of a victim. And lastly, to shift from victim to God's best in business 
is to ask yourself, what step of responsibility can you begin to take for your own success, for your thoughts that say you'll never reach your goals? What step can you take to own up to your own mind and begin chasing those God-given dreams and pursue his kingdom with a heart like his? I'd love to hear which step from you guys that you'd like to pursue to help you fight this victim mentality. I hope that this has really been helpful for you guys. So don't forget, join us next week because we're going to be talking about how to not be desperate for your next client. Wouldn't that be amazing? How to not be desperate for your next client. Also, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. Thanks, guys. <music>